Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Welcome to episode one of The Bad Broadcast podcast. I know that I probably could have called it the bad podcast, but I already have the bad broadcast Instagram and like I didn't want to have to like I didn't want to do a bunch of different stuff that rhymed. So we're keeping it the bad broadcast. Don't DM me about it. How is everybody doing? I am bored in quarantine. I know Utah's like kind of loosened up a little bit, so we're not like fully in quarantine like we were. But does anybody have any idea what's going on? I mean, honestly, like I need somebody to tell me what's going on. But the thing is, is that every time I ask somebody what's going on, they always give me like a new answer and a new perspective. And everybody's always talking about the numbers. Whenever you ask anybody about COVID-19, they're like, well, the numbers here are this way. And the number I want to be like, what numbers? And how is everybody getting different numbers? I feel like if they're the numbers, they should be official. But anyways, I don't even know if that makes sense. But yeah, we're getting through it. Um, But I guess a good place to start the podcast would be to tell you guys a little bit about me and why I think I'm qualified to do this. Short answer, I'm not. But uh, if you're here right now, you probably follow me on Instagram already. But for those of you that are new, I'll give you a little a little plot summary of how I ended up here. Um, Pretty much my whole life, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Everyone around me seemed to have something that they were really good at or some like hobby or passion that they were going to pursue in life. All my siblings seemed to have one. My friends, uh, my husband is super talented and passionate about music and that's what he does for work. Everyone around me, at least like at the very minimum, had a college major that they enjoyed. I bounced between a ton of different stuff like my whole life, like every career path or hobby or like time waster that you can imagine. I did it. I think I switched my major probably like eight or nine times when I was in college. Uh, Didn't graduate in any of them. I did find out like two weeks ago that I have an associates in humanities though, which I didn't mean to get. So After all of that, I went to aesthetic school. Don't use it at all, but I do get a discount at some spa 
supply chains. After that, I thought about maybe like doing a soft look into doing something that I actually enjoyed. And I didn't know what that was going to be. So like a year ago, I started a food Instagram and it was super fun. And then it got hacked and there were a bunch of pictures of butts all over it. So I had to shut that down. So I wanted to start a new Instagram account for something creative that I could do. But I didn't know what it was going to be or like what my angle was. And then I realized that I had already been practicing my true talent my whole life. And that's complaining. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. Actually, no, I'm not kidding at all. I started this page because I feel like I'm exactly like you in the fact that I exist in this really like weird curated filtered Instagram world. So I like I follow the wellness gurus and like the mommy bloggers and I felt like it was all happening to me and everybody around me was participating in it and are participating in it. And I was like, is anybody going to talk about this? Like, Is anybody going to talk about how weird this stuff is? There is no way that I'm alone. There's no way I'm the only one who sees like a ripped mom of three with like a YSL bag and like want to set something on fire. Do you know what I'm saying? Or like there's like, like just little observations that I felt like were going unsaid, like guys who wear finger shoes to the gym. No one's talking about that. No one's, no one's talking about the people who like yell at food service workers or like, how about people who have a passion for astrology? Ugh. Like I needed a place to complain about this stuff. And that's where the bad broadcast was born. So it's an actual place to talk about stuff that just grinds your gears. Total honesty, no filter. I knew there were other people feeling how I did and I found you guys. I found you. And that's what this is all about. It's about connection, which it's actually not about that. It's about whining, but uh, we can also connect while we do that. So yeah, here we are. I didn't know if this would actually turn into a podcast and I don't even know how this will go to be honest, but I figured might as well, like, what else am I doing? Honestly, what else am I doing? I have no job and I have nothing but time and I'm also pretty confined at home. Like, what else am I going to do? Get in shape? No, absolutely not. So speaking of being stuck at home, quarantine has kind of put me in like a creative funk writer's block place. It's also just made me super lazy. And as somebody who's already incredibly lazy, it's really put me put me in a hole. And I haven't been able to like go out and see people and observe things and like get harassed by like a homeless guy named Alan who lives outside my building. So I haven't had a lot of material. Luckily, I have you guys and I've been asking a bunch of questions on my Instagram and talking to you guys more about things that you've experienced like bad dates or bad breakups or controversial food opinions, trashy TV. Um, so that's going to be a part of every podcast. So on my Instagram every week, whatever the podcast topic is, you'll be able to answer a question about it or contribute it and or contribute to it. Sorry. And you guys have already done that for this episode because we're talking about dating. And last week I asked you guys what the pettiest reason was that you stopped liking someone romantically. So we'll get into that. Somebody actually messaged me the other day and they were like, why do you talk about dating so much? Aren't you married? Uh, yes, I am married and it's going very well. And how am I supposed to find a joke in that? 
it's not a hot take, but the funniest material comes from the worst situations. Like, have you ever been on a good first date and came home with like an amazing story? No. Dating is terrible, which means the stories are the best. But anyway, since I'm not dating, I don't have a lot of funny dating material. But honestly, even when I was younger, I didn't date a whole lot. I had probably like 2.5 boyfriends in my life before I started dating Matt, who's my husband now. And they were all, I don't know if I should say this, whatever, they're not going to listen to this. All of them were straight up not a good time. The relationships were terrible. The breakups were even worse. My best dating advice at this point is don't do it. Hop on seeking arrangements. Find a 60-year-old named Vince who will fund your life. Sell your feet pics. I had a friend who was offered money for her feet, for pictures of her feet, and her boyfriend said no. I would kill for that opportunity. The bummer is that is that I have bunions, so I don't think I could sell these for very much money. But if I could pay for a trip to Paris with my toes... You bet. You bet I'm taking that option. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, my exes. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I definitely don't blame my exes. Uh, No, I actually probably do. But I contributed a little bit because I did lie about like my entire personality. And the two main things that I lied about were that I liked sports and that I had a chill personality. There's no way I'm alone in that. I told so many guys that I loved sports, but I had brothers who, who were athletes and like my dad is a retired professional athlete. So I felt like people thought I should like sports. Oh my gosh. I suffered through so much sports center because I thought guys would like me more. And to be honest, they probably didn't care if I had been upfront about it. But the thing is, is that after I told them I liked sports, then they made me watch sports with them all the time. And then I would get too deep and I couldn't be like, hey, you know what? I would actually rather commit arson than watch this game with you. But don't get me wrong. I do like sports. I don't hate sports. I like like a good ballpark hot dog. I like a Super Bowl dip. As I'm saying this, I might like sports for the snacks, which is not a bad reason to like sports. The other thing I lied about was me being chill all the time. I think a lot of girls do that, actually. They want to be super mellow. They don't want to get jealous. But like if you're not a chill person like me, like I'm not a very chill person and you tell someone that you are. The minute you start acting crazy, it's a huge red flag for them. If you open it up with like, hey, I'm actually not laid back. I have a temper. Then it's all on the table. Like they legally cannot sue you if you slash their tires. It's like, yeah, I told you beforehand I was probably going to do that. Luckily, I did figure that out. All of those all of those things about myself before I started dating Matt. And I was pretty honest about everything. Well, I was, tw- so I was 23. So I was like as honest as I could be at that point. Like I told him my entire personality that had been developed until then. Because when you get married young, you pretty much just decide that you're going to be totally different people like in a few years and you're just going to grow together, which I do like. But yeah, 23 is way too young to get married. I know so many people who got married young and like for the most part, I guess it's going pretty well. But we... We gotta stop telling like 18, 19, 20 year olds to be looking for a husband. 
Like you don't need to be looking for a husband. You probably need to be looking for like a training bra. That that might be more your age range. And if you got married young and it's working, that's great. But like you need to acknowledge that like that's not like statistically the best time to get married. Anyways, moving moving right along. Um, my most recent question I asked you guys on my Instagram. I guess let's get into this now. Um, but I asked you guys what the dumbest reason was or like the most petty reason was that you stopped liking someone romantically. Before we start, I do want to say I don't feel like there's a bad reason to stop liking somebody. You should be so picky while you're dating. Like if you don't like something about somebody, you should cut them off. I used to hate when I would like come home from dates and I would say something about not liking like his pinky finger. And my friends would be like, oh my gosh, that's a dumb reason. Give him another chance. No, I'm trying to find somebody to spend my life with. You think I want to stare at somebody's dumb hands that I hate? When you're dating somebody, you shouldn't be putting up with something. Like, you, like, oh, dang, now I'm hearing this and I'm thinking about all the dumb stuff I do that my husband puts up with. There's a couple things you should put up with. Matt edits this podcast, so like, don't get any ideas. <laughs> but let's get into your guys's guys's. Let's get into your answers that you gave me. <laughs> um, okay, first one. I think I have like ten, a little more. Oh no, I actually have quite a few that I'm gonna name. Okay, here we go. He had a gross mustache. This is understandable, and it's also fixable, and it should have been taken care of. Um, he started breakdancing at a wedding I took him to. <laughs> okay, read the room, dude. If you don't know anybody at the wedding, don't start breakdancing. Next is that he said, I'm just going to work for my dad when I graduate. And another one I got a bunch was, I don't care how much money I make. That's totally fine if you don't care and you want to be upfront about it. I personally don't know anybody who doesn't want their partner to have like a little bit of drive, but you know, live your truth. I 100% think that if you expect your partner to like be making money or pursuing a career or exceeding some sort of like expectation, that you should also be doing that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're just putting it on your partner to make all the money and be really driven, I think that's lame. That's like wanting to get in shape and being like, okay, but like, you're just going to be the only one who goes to the gym. Like, I'm not going to go and you're going to like do it for the both of us. I don't know. Rubs me wrong. But if you are the type of person who doesn't want to work that hard or exceed like any sort of expectation, for sure lead with that. I mean, nobody is going to want to date you, but you should definitely tell them up front so that they know not to waste their time. I mean, that's just what I think. That's just my personal, my personal opinion. Okay, moving right along. Next answer. His name was Gary. Okay, I know this like isn't Gary's fault, but but also like there's websites you can change your name on. Like it's not that hard. Hop on LegalZoom. I don't know. Next, he had the same name as my dad. <laughs> yeah, if, okay, so my dad's name is Dale. So if I was date. Whoa, hiccup. So if I was dating somebody with my dad's name, I would be dating a 65-year-old. There is nobody born after the year, like, 58, 1958. I don't know what other 58 I would be talking about. But, yeah, I don't think I could find somebody named Dale who's, like, an appropriate age for me to date. So, yeah, I get it. I found out he hadn't brushed his teeth in over two months no. 
anything hygiene related, you got to really throw down on that because you know when you're dating somebody, their hygiene is at its peak. They are once you stick with them for a few years, their hygiene, they're going to get more comfortable. Their hygiene is going straight downhill and you know it. So if you if a guy hasn't brushed his teeth in two and a half months, also start a GoFundMe for his dental bill. Jeez. Moving along. His last name was Balls. Mm, yeah, this one's hard. I... Yeah, it's hard if, like, you're dating to get married and, like, you think you might marry him. That's a tough one. However, I did not take my husband's last name, but I do still have to say it to people. Like, I still have to tell people his name. So, like, what if you were married and you had to be like, oh, yeah, this is my husband, Derek Balls. What would you even name your kids? I'm trying to think. Like, Jack Balls. Actually, I don't know if I should have said that out loud. That might not be appropriate, but... Last name Balls, not great. Next, he said, why can't you just be sweet? Okay, if anybody says this to you ever, we should waterboard him. What he means is you should talk less and your response should be, well, I would like you to breathe less, okay? He sounded like the annoying kid on Polar Express. Ooh, I hate that kid. Let's hit that kid with an actual train one day. Yeah, if somebody sounds like that, I don't know if I could put up with that. Speaking of voices in in, uh, Polar Express, doesn't Tom Hanks do every voice? Is that voice Tom Hanks? It can't be. But maybe they edited it. Edited it. Oh, man, this is weird. It's weird recording by yourself because I'm really just sitting in a room just talking. (laughs) Next answer. I saw his crack while bowling. Okay, I read this and it seemed petty at first. But then I put myself in that situation and I completely get it. First of all, he took you bowling. Bad move. Secondly, he was probably taking it really seriously. And so he had to get down like really low. And thirdly, nothing will kill a vibe faster than a hairy male bee crack in broad daylight. Absolutely not. I will not put up with that. Honestly, this is maybe the best reason I could ever think of to end a relationship. So I'm with you. (laughs) Okay, next. We were watching Hunger Games and he didn't know what the word indifferent meant. Okay, if you weren't already mad about the wage gap, I hope this did it for you. If you have to teach somebody what the word indifferent means, Google exists for these dumb questions. Like, don't ask somebody to define a word for you. You can ask Siri and she'll define it for you. Also, why were you watching Hunger Games? Oh, yikes. Okay, next. Every time I yawned, he would stick his finger in my mouth. Nope, I would amputate his hand. I feel like we should maybe say punishments that are appropriate for this. You put your finger in my mouth while I'm yawning. I chop your entire hand off. That seems fair. (laughs) Next one. He liked his own Instagrams. Yeah. I mean, I do that. It's called self-care. Okay. Next. He only said birthday instead of birthday. That's weird. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to validate that one. Birthday. Like, yeah, I'm going to a birthday party. Yeah, maybe he had an accent. Maybe he had an accent of like a four-year-old with a speech impediment. 
Next one, he had a weird relationship with his dog. Okay, I totally trust your judgment on this. Don't get me wrong. I love dogs and I like people who are dog people. But I need to know how weird this relationship was. Like, I've heard stories. So how weird did it get? You know, like, let me know. I'm interested. Next, he smelled like a hospital and he did not work in one. Consistent smells are not a good sign. If a guy consistently smells like anything, it's probably a red flag. Unless it's soap, deodorant, or like body spray, or what's that, um, like cologne. Those are the only acceptable things to always smell like. <laughs> Next, he wasn't an organ donor. That's weird. Why would you not be an organ donor? Like, what are you using them for after you die? I feel like when I was younger, I thought that if I was an organ donor, that they were going to like show up at my door and be like, hey, can we get a lung? Nobody has given me a real valid reason to not be an organ donor. I don't know. I think it's weird. Okay. I think that's, I think that's our last one, but I'm always going to do these questions. So make sure you follow me on Instagram at the bad broadcast and answer my questions. I'll do them every week. These episodes will be coming out every Monday. So I'll probably do the questions like Sunday morning. I don't know if you've been following me for a while, you know that I, I actually have no clue what's going on. So I'm kind of doing this as we go and we'll see. We'll see. I think that about does it for our first episode. I think that's it. Remember that if you go to my website, thebadbroadshop.com, and use the code podcast, you get 20% off, which is like a better discount than I gave my mom. So it's pretty good. And I'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Bye.